0: Here we go, here we go, another Monday episode of Paper Route here on Sirius XM Faction Talk, Channel 103. It's me, Brandon Marshall, from I Am Athlete, also with our super producers, Andrew Wu, Andrew Wu, and Mr. BC, yeah. the man of all things. No Ashley Nicole Moss today,
1: no Brandon Flowers. Nobody. Just us. Can I ask you a question right off the top? Yep. Point? Where did Woo come from? Who? But how
0: did you convert it to Woo? Because I first thought it was, that's what we said. Oh, you thought
1: it was Woo the whole I time? I thought it was Woo the whole
0: time. <laughs> and then when you were like, B, it's Who. I said, but I like Woo.
1: Yeah, it's way more Asian. I'll tell you that much. Woo is? I think it is. I feel like Brooklyn. Like, I feel like
0: Woo. Like the Woo? Like, yeah. Like mm-hmm. pop smoke Woo. <laughs> yeah, that's what that's that's what it feels like. Wu Tang Clan, Ooh, ain't nothing though.
1: No. <laughs> oh, now, nah, but serious? we got a great show. We got a great show for everybody here. Um, let's go ahead and start the show with the Eagles and the Cowboys. Right, uh, this past Sunday night, Cowboys completely shut down Jalen Hurts and three and, and ended up having three huge turnovers, which killed the birds. That's right. All right, um, Dak had a solid game. He had two TD passes. And, I mean, the only thing left to ask is, like, what needs to be said about these two teams after this game? You know what?
0: <clears throat> really interesting. Um, and I can't hear you, BC. I had to take that thing out of my ear. Watching this game, and I'm in the studio now watching the highlights as we roll. Um, Dak Prescott looked like a man. Yeah. And what I mean by that is... There comes a time where you go from, you know, a superstar young quarterback like a Joe Burrow, right? Even Josh Allen, it's like you can say he's still youthful. But when you become a prime vet, now obviously Dak Prescott's been around for a long time. Even the example I gave with Josh Allen, he's been around for a minute, right? These are vets. But think about when we used to watch Peyton Manning. We used to watch... Tom Brady, we used to watch Drew Brees. It was like, that's a grown man. Yeah. That's what Dak Prescott looked like to me. When you watch him in a pocket and just his whole operation, his whole swagger, it was like, yo, this is easy for me. And he's doing it against the Philadelphia Eagles. So, so, so you asked the question, you know, what, what are we learning about these two teams? Basically, is the question. The Dallas Cowboys, Ashley obviously picked them before the year started. I picked them before this year started. I love stories. I told you guys this. I love stories. Can you imagine the storyline? The Dallas Cowboys finally get it done. Can you imagine that? I don't
2: want to imagine I don't wanna imagine it, but yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you're right, cause y'all giants.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't wanna we don't wanna see our conference get messed up like that after we've been protecting it for the last few decades. But look, I, listen, I, I it got to happen.
2: I mean, I will say, it though, I mean, just stepping out of the Giants hat for a second. Yeah, the, I mean, for the Cowboys, I mean, it would be good for their legacy. They haven't won since 1990-something. sounds like a hater. Like, you know, at least they <laughs> can have some America's <laughs> team, you know. So <laughs> America's team needs another ring. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's been a minute. I will say this though: Don't they feel like they're on some sort of like trajectory right now? They're like I've hot. never seen the Cowboys play this good in almost well, my whole life outside of the nineties. Really?
0: No, they've played they've played extremely well um, in our lifetime. You know, I mean, since we've been adults, they have. But, but because sufficient? well, here's the thing: Well, you got to understand, since we've been watching ball and I, me playing ball. In our adult life, yeah. the conversation's been, when will they win a Super Bowl? And okay, so you got to yeah. think about the anticipation and the buildup over the last 10 years. We, we They've been a laughing stock, even when they've been good. Oh, they'll get in the playoffs and F it up. Oh, yeah, right. We always talk about the Dallas Cowboys. You understand? So, like, the Dallas Cowboys are a hot team right now. They're playing Mm -hmm. complimentary football, and they have a quarterback that overcame a lot over the last year and a half, and he could potentially be the MVP. So the Dallas Cowboys is right where they need to be cream season post-Thanksgiving. Now the Philadelphia Eagles, if they didn't lose this way, I would have said, you know what? It's just another game. Like, they'll bounce back. A couple weeks ago, Dallas goes to Philly. I picked the Eagles to win because they're at home. During that same time, I said the Dallas Cowboys, I'm, I'm picking them now. They'll win at home, slightly. And I thought this could potentially be a bad game for the Cowboys because the Eagles are coming off of a bad game. And this is how they responded, B.C. Oof. And so dud. this defense, this Philadelphia Eagles defense, has given up almost 1,500 yards over the last three ball games. Think about that.
1: So let, let me ask you this then. Let's take it into postseason, right? Do you trust Dak in San Francisco or Philly late in the playoffs? Like, in other words, can you see Dak winning a road playoff game?
0: Yeah. Storyline. Come on. What is this, year nine maybe? This is year eight for Dak. This is year eight for Dak. Yeah. It's time. Yeah. Look how he's playing. He's Listen, let's go back a couple years. I just got goosebumps thinking about this. Because what we know of, because football is what have you done for me lately. Absolutely. Last year we were trying to – What? Get him banned from the NFL. A lot of people out there calling for his head. But if you go back just a couple years ago, when he had the ankle injury, Mm -hmm. snapped his fibula, he was averaging, had this offense averaging almost 500 yards a game. 498 yards a game. So why is this surprising us? So yes, I trust Dak Prescott. In the postseason, because he's a player. He's not Tom Brady. He's not Peyton Manning. He's Dak Prescott. He's showing us what he can do. And he showed us this in the past.
2: I don't trust it. You don't trust it? Why? As the words of Stephen A. Smith, the Cowboys are an accident waiting to happen. (laughs) I just feel like they'll get to the playoffs and it only takes one. It's going to take one. Can they win it on the road if they have to all the way through? I don't think so. I just – right. I don't trust it. I, they look good now, but I would like – I just got to see what they look like when the playoffs start because that's a, that's a that's a different ball game.
1: All right, I'm going to present a word to you guys, right? Synergy. And the reason why I'm bringing that word up is because there was a recent interview or – like something conducted with C.D. Lamb mm-hmm. where they wanted to know like his input or like where, where does he feel with the team. And basically he had a meeting with Mike McCarthy and was like, I don't even care if I get the ball. How can I help this team? Cap. And it's, you think so? <laughs> 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 what?
0: A wide receiver, a number one wide receiver not winning the ball, but I hear what you're saying. It, Go you ahead, get where finish. I'm going. You get where I'm going. It's well, basically
1: like I want the team to win. I'm not just playing
0: solo ball no more. So, so, as a wide receiver, this is how we think. You know I'm the number one wide receiver. I'm him. Why do I have to ask for the ball? Like, if you're doing a good job getting me implemented, it'll be easier for you to come to me and say, B, this quarter we're going to go with Gallup. This quarter we're mm. going to go with the Archer. Or we have to do that. Is that how it's done, though? Yeah, that's how. Like, this is your quarter? No, I mean, you have boxes. Basically... A offensive coordinator comes into the game or they have a game plan. And what you do, really good ones, they'll have these – literally these boxes. And this is like all B. Marshall plays. This is how we're going to get him the ball. In every situation, first down, second down, third down, third and short, third and long, red zone, fringe area, all of that. Mm-hmm. So my box might be bigger than your box. You're mm-hmm. the number two wide receiver. Mm-hmm. So your box, you're going to have a box. And so what you have to focus on is getting these star players in rhythm. And that's what CD is, I mean, I don't know if he's, there's no way a wide receiver, number one wide receiver is comfortable just being out there and not getting the ball. Because what we believe is, if I'm the number one wide receiver and we're trying to win ball games, BC, then I got to
1: touch it. Yeah. Me but board. I don't
0: got to touch it all the time. Hopefully that ain't no pause.
1: <laughs> well, he did have light, a gap light, of games. Light, light. And this might be around the time when he did it, but he did have a gap <laughs> of games where he had uh, under 10 targets per game. And maybe he just felt like he was being underutilized. I mean, I think that's as simple as it goes. But back to my point, whether it was C.D. Lamb, whether it was the center, I think once a team acts as a team and just wants to win, I think that that's bigger than the big names.
0: Okay. So I do agree there. When you watch this team, they're very selfless because they all know their role. You know, the are three wide receivers. Archer's been a number one before. Gallup, before he tore his ACL a couple of years ago, you know, everybody was high on him. Right? And then we know who CD is. So there doesn't seem to be any dysfunction in that in that room. Mm-hmm. Running backs know who they are. Offensive linemen are going to be offensive linemen. Defense is defense. So I agree with you there. You don't see any arguing and bickering outside of C.D. saying what he said a month or two ago mm-hmm. about I want to get involved. Yeah. What other challenges or any problems do we hear? So – Yes, woo! They are a team, and they're playing really good ball. They peaked at the right time.
1: I got you. All right, let me touch on this because you brought up defense. So, how much of the Cowboys' success do you really think is on Dak? And is that just a good one second? Okay,
0: because I want to get back to BC. BC over there chilling. (laughs) Yeah, we kind of let him do the lightning. Michael Jordans. I'm on Google, guys. Uh-oh. Stats. Uh-oh. Why BC, Michael do Jordan? you know when Michael Jordan
2: came into the league? Uh, What, 80, 84, I think? That
1: yep, sounds 1984,
0: right. the year I was born. BC, hmm. you said you don't believe Dak Prescott. You don't trust him. That's, a, that's what your words were. Yeah, I don't trust it. Can you elaborate
2: <laughs> there, please, and then I'll – Get back to my Jordan stuff. I'm just going on the, uh, let's say, like the the, the history of what I've seen, the pattern of the Cowboys. They've had other seasons before where they they looked good. You know, could this be the season? I, I, I've heard. I feel like I've heard this before in the last, you know, ten to twenty years. Oh yeah, it's the the, the Cowboys this year. Yep. I just don't. I don't trust it. Yes, they look very good right now. They are formidable. I just don't think that they are the the Super Bowl champions this year. I, mm. I, I just I don't see it. I, they just still have to prove it to me. Didn't Michael Jordan have to do the same thing? Um, Came into the league in
0: 1984. Took him six, seven years to get to his first championship. Yeah, it took him. Had to go through Detroit. Had to go through everybody. <laughs> Had to
2: earn his stripes. Right, exactly, but Dak is no Michael Jordan, my brother. I'm not not comparing (laughs) listen.
0: And hold on, hold on. Let me clarify, because I ain't trying to go viral. In no shape or form am I comparing Dak Prescott to Michael Jordan. What I'm comparing is history, is trajectory. Sometimes it takes players a little longer to get over the hump. Basketball is easier because one dude like a Michael Jordan or LeBron James who took LeBron a long time to get to the champ to win the championship as well.
2: Mm-hmm. Correct.
0: But one dude like that can lead the whole way. Right. In the NFL, in football,
2: you need the whole, Oh, it takes need... much longer, yeah. and it takes much. You need more. the whole machine.
0: Operating. You need the whole machine. So, Dak Prescott, in year eight, this could be it.
1: It could Which goes be. This goes back to my it. comment it, about synergy, about the be. team playing as a team. By the way, You're wild right. stat: Why did Jordan start averaging over forty minutes per game as he started to get more into his career? As he basically, it's like he started to work harder, right? Right before he won the championships, his minutes are going up. He's playing eighty-two games. Like I think it's that feverish kind of mindset. Like they're not going to take this away from me. Well, and that's what Dak is is showing right now. I think.
0: Well, what I see with Dak Prescott, like I said, is he looks like a grown man out there. He looks like Drew Brees. When you walk in the locker room and you see Drew Brees in the locker room, which I had a cup of tea with the New Orleans Saints and Drew Brees, so I experienced that. Mm -hmm. You know, you walk in the locker room and you see Eli Manning. I know y'all team. I was there.
2: Sorry I couldn't help y'all I was trash. Yeah, that, that season, year. man. We, 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 we wanted you coming. wanted you wanted you to get us wanted you to get us there. We had you O B J over there. He brought, it was looking uh, stacked. <laughs> was, that was coming off the eleven and five year. Yeah. It was kind defense was
0: top five. And everybody's ankles. was No, it wasn't that. It was Ben McAdoo, <laughs> the head coach. <laughs> and that offense was trash. Damn. But anyways, Dak Prescott. Looks like a grown man. And when you walk into the locker room, you can feel it.
1: Yeah.
0: Joe Burrow is cool, stuff. but he's still in his youth. Yeah. You know, Lamar is starting to morph into a man yeah. where you walk in, it's like, damn, like you got that same feeling. That's Tom Brady. That's Peyton mm-hmm. Manning. That's Philip Rivers. Yeah. And so that's what I saw there.
1: Just like your Lamar point of not having like the craziest 2023 highlight tape. I think it's that mindset, again, like this, I feel like this might be Lamar's year. Like Baltimore, I think this might be their year. And one of those reasons is because he's more concerned about the team winning instead of making the highlight tape. Okay, but only only
2: one of them can win. We can't have Dak and Lamar. So who's going to actually show up? Who's going to actually show up? And and, and and prove it and step up to the plate and actually solidify themselves as a great. Because so, Dak so, so is cool, he's good, but he's not a great yet. He got to win. He got to win. Okay. So so you want to have that conversation. So we're, we're
0: going to fast forward to the Super Bowl. <laughs> the Cowboys and the Ravens, which I said a couple of weeks ago. Okay. Crazy. Okay. So um, who, who you got? I'm not... Only one can I'm be not, him. I don't think I'm ready to have that conversation. Ah, I, I I'm, re- I was ready to s- say Cowboys and Ravens, but the picket right now.
2: I, I got to break down more I mean, film. If if Dak Dak is in the MVP talk, Cowboys looking real good. Go on and put your hat, put your hat in the in the in the circle right there. Let's go ahead and go with the Cowboys. Let <laughs> let, let me
0: watch the rest of December. And let me get back to you on that.
2: Okay. Okay.
0: But real quick, what the hell is going on with the Eagles? What is going on with the Eagles? Didn't they now look I said this. I said this earlier when we were starting this conversation. I picked them to lose this game weeks ago. You did. You did. But not to lose the game like this. And not over the last three games. Their defense give up almost 1,500 yards. Do we have a problem? What is going on there? Like, this is this is concerning. No,
1: it definitely is. Like, when I watched... The game, to me, the biggest takeaway was how flat they felt. Like a lot of underthrown passes, it just didn't. They just didn't have that same fever that they had a couple weeks ago when they were facing the Buffalo Bills. And uh, I think Jalen won it on like a, a a quarterback run or quarterback sneak. And they just had like a certain commandment about them that I just didn't see at all last night.
2: Are they tired? I think they got a little complacent. I think they've gotten a little. They started off real hot. They had the best record. All this stuff. I think maybe they got a little complacent. They got a little comfortable. So maybe maybe they just need that fire. You know, when the end of the season, playoff time, they get that fire back. They start clicking again. So I don't really want to totally kind of rule them out either, as you know, making it before the Cowboys because they they got it. They just need something. Something's up with them. So so so
0: they do need juice. think about it. and that's what I was saying. Are they tired? Yeah. Sometimes it could get boring on both ends. winning and losing. Remember when the Patriots winning for a long time, they ain't have juice. it was just routine. It wasn't like, oh, this is fun. No fun is winning. But then you've seen programs like the Seattle Seahawks, they were winning. But they were doing it with a lot of flair. That was juice, right? Even New Orleans and the Saints was a party. Now, they only got it done one time. Every year they was doing something. Drew Brees breaking some type of record, and it was some type of celebration. But it was fun, it seemed. When you think about the Philadelphia Eagles... I don't I can't recall any celebrations that we see on ESPN or FS1. I can't recall the moments like the San Francisco 49ers Trent Williams and Debo Samuel's walking out with the boom box. Like where's the juice? You feel what I'm saying? Are
1: y'all yeah. are y'all y'all staying? Y'all staying yeah. with me? Yeah. Yeah, but I you. get you. Cuz I feel like San Fran is that team right now. They're having nothing but fun. There's a bunch of teams having fun right now.
0: The Cincinnati Bengals, without Joe Burrow, you see them still hitting yeah, the greedy yeah. and having a ball.
1: Browning is, is tearing it up. Like, yeah. he's still getting it to Chase. Chase still performing, mixing. Oh, But there's a lot of teams. The, the the Dolphins got juice. Correct. Cowboys got juice. But let's also not, like, take the last week or two and assume that that's where they are because they've played really good this entire Who? season. Philly. I know, but what did we say this season is? Post Thanksgiving is what, Woo? That's when the real NFL season starts. Cream BC, season. tell
0: them what
2: it is. Cream season.
0: Cream season. Yeah,
1: cream season. <laughs> it's cream <laughs> season.
0: crazy. And, Woo, you talked about them doing it all year. Or BC may have said, BC said that. No, it's been almost two years. Are they tired? Yeah. Yeah. Like, where is the juice? Where is the fire? Yeah, So no fire. The question is,
1: who do you trust the rest of the season, Eagles or Cowboys?
0: Right now, I'm going with the Cowboys. I think the Eagles will be okay. Like, this hard for me. I'm not like everybody else after two bad weeks, and really it was three tough weeks because the Buffalo Bills game came, came down to the wire, 37-34. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? So this is three – It's a tough stretch for them. So I'm not going to jump off the bandwagon. I think this is a championship team. And after moments like this, you know, this is when you come together and say, okay, it's cream season. Let's go get over this thing and let's go handle our business. But right now, again, going back to the storylines, I got to go with the Dallas Cowboys. I go with the Dallas Cowboys because Dak Prescott is playing amazing. Number two, Coach McCarthy is coaching his ass off. He – should be up for coach of the year. I know we're talking a lot about our coach down in Houston, but Coach McCarthy needs to be considered. Coming into this year, we were looking at this as potentially his last year. Maybe he don't make it through the entire year. Three, defense. They're playing ball.
1: Yeah, they have like a top defense.
0: And and, and then if you want to add another one, the fourth is synergy. Yeah. Like, you threw that out there, but that's a big thing. A team being aligned, being on the same page, making those sacrifices is extremely important. So I trust the Dallas Cowboys down the stretch. BC, do do you see it differently? This is your division.
2: Yeah, I, I just, yeah. I'm going with the Eagles, like I said. The Cowboys, I've seen this show before. The Eagles, have. I've seen it most more recently from the Eagles. They got there. They went to the big game. I'm trusting them. Look, they have two straight bad weeks, and they still got the same record as the Cowboys. So I, I just see them as, you know, getting warmed up. They're going to hit a couple of bumps. They're going to finish out strong. And, yeah, I, I, they're going to turn it on and, and, and be there in the end. I don't know. Right. I'm not calling them Super Bowl uh, uh, favorites just yet or anything like that. I just think that they're gonna uh, be a little bit more consistent through the rest of the season than the Cowboys. Right.
0: One of the things that we have to look at too is if both teams win out, the Philadelphia Eagles hold the tiebreaker, so they will win a division. Okay. So right now you have the Dallas Cowboys at ten and three. You have the Philadelphia Eagles at ten and three. Now, everyone listening, fact check me here. Um, that's something I heard on the broadcast last night. I didn't do my own Google search. I didn't read any Bleacher Report report, the Athletic report. Just something I heard on the broadcast last night. If the Philadelphia Eagles went out and the Dallas Cowboys went out, Philly wins the division. Oh, okay.
2: Yeah, it's a big deal. Yeah. Exactly. So that's what I mean. Like, they, they just got to handle business for the rest of the season. They're they're still in a good position. The Cowboys, yeah, they're getting hot. The Eagles, I think they just, you know, once they catch a little fire and they get that juice back, like you said, then, you know, they're, they're going to be dangerous once again. All right, before we move on, let's look at it. You have the
0: Philadelphia Eagles. Four games to go. Sitting at 10-3. and three. Head to head with the Dallas Cowboys, split in the division. Haven't seen the Giants yet.
2: Mm. <laughs> Get the Giants, Giants could be a little you know, bit Giants, dis- Giants, Giants disruptive. Play, yeah, they could play spoiler. You know, we, we, we got to oh, win out. We still on the outside looking into the playoffs. So, so, so we have <laughs> the Philadelphia Eagles
0: in Seattle next. 12-18, 8-15, primetime game. Then they have the Giants. And when I looked at this before the show, I said, damn, like, that's not going to be easy. You think the Giants is laying down? Nope. You think Dayball is laying down? No. No, I don't even
1: think Tommy DeVito's laying down. I Why mean, even. This is his chance right
0: that's now. That's right. And even going to Seattle is a big deal. You think Seattle and Pete Carroll's laying down? Nope. There's some talk that Pete Carroll's job might be on the line. Really? I know, it sounds crazy. Yeah. yeah. Like, after everything he's done. But something that was thrown out there about a week or two ago. You think he's going to lay down? And then you have the Giants, and then you have the Cardinals. Kyler Murray. think Kyler Murray go to Pittsburgh and have a big game and win? Look phenomenal? And then you're back in New York against the Giants. So that's the Philadelphia Eagles. Last four games. Cream season. Now,
2: let's see what the Dallas Cowboys have. They should, should on paper, win those four games.
1: I don't. Who are you saying? Philly should win those four games?
2: I mean, on on paper. Obviously, you know, everybody's going to show up, like you said. Mm -hmm. But just looking at the schedule, they should win those games.
0: Yeah, but right now and, and and you heard um Bosa, he said it after the Philly game. He said we showed everybody the blueprint. Hopefully the Cowboys follow. <laughs> yeah. The Cowboys follow. <laughs> Bruh, how you lose thirty three to thirteen? Unbelievable. So I say all that because, yeah, on paper, BC they should win it. They should. But fifteen hundred yards over three
1: games? That defense?
2: Yeah, that's disgusting.
1: It's too easy. I would say the, the the Cowboys look like they definitely have a harder record to follow for the last four games. They have the Bills, schedule. They have the Miami Dolphins. They have the Detroit Lions. And then they kind of phase out at the end with the Commanders.
2: I know that is tough. So that's a way tougher this, schedule. That's what I'm see, So that's what I'm saying. They they got a big game against Philly, but that schedule right there, I want to see. You got the Lions. Who else did you say? That's uh. So Bills. Bills. Who are playing Dolphins? Great.
0: So they're on the road the next two games. Oof. And then they have the Lions, and then they have the Commanders.
1: And let's just for fun, let's throw in San Fran, right? San Fran has the Cardinals, Ravens, Commanders, Rams. Maybe the Ravens and the Rams are the hardest teams out of those. For sure. So, like to me, right now, Philly kind of looked like they could slide in. They have the easier schedule. I mean, yeah.
0: Well, for the best record is
2: what we're looking at right here, right? For yeah. In the NFC, Cowboys could split the last two. They could realistically go two and two on these uh, on on those four. But here's yeah. the
0: thing: let's let's take the names off of it. If the Dallas Cowboys are really a contender, meaning like they can really get it done this year, then the Bills don't matter. And I'll say this too, even the Dolphins don't matter.
1: Really? Why? The Dolphins? That would be the hardest team for me. The same way
0: BC don't believe in the Dallas Cowboys, I don't believe in the Miami Dolphins.
1: I don't believe uh, okay. in Tua. Mm. I'm a Dolphin hater, but I think they're doing really well this year. And let, um,
0: let me be clear here, Wu, sorry. Let me elaborate on why. Yeah. When I'm watching these games, he gives the defense too many opportunities to make big plays, throws it into traffic.
1: He does. Tua does and, have the tendency. And the
0: thing that I'm scared about – and we just saw it against the, Cowboy, the Cowboys and the Eagles. Really good teams. When they go up, ain't no coming back. It's hard. Yeah. And so the Miami Dolphins trailing against a good team because Tua gave the defense the opportunity and they capitalized on it. It's going to be hard. It's going to be hard. All that trick em dick stuff, that ain't going to work. Now you one-dimensional. you one-dimensional. Now we know what you're doing. will not got to worry about your run.
1: And you're right. The the Cowboys do have a really intense defense, and that's probably the Achilles heel of a Dolphins team, is if they can't come back from behind a, a Cowboys lead, then, I mean, I think that team is done in that game. They just don't have that comeback power. They're more of a throw it, go, early uh, two St. Louis Rams. Right. Like that kind of team. Um, and – just the Cowboys' defense, I think, is where they're going to get stopped. Like, Micah Parsons is going to rush to a every single time. Um, I've been watching Hard Knocks, and I saw that they lost, like, the <laughs> linebacker. i have been watching Hard Knocks. <laughs> Who else is watching Hard Knocks right now? Hey, man, I'm watching Hard Knocks and the NBA in-season tournament. Are you really watching Hard Knocks? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, so what were you about to I say? I watch it from the film perspective, too. Because I just love the way that they film that. And you get that mm. inside of the actual, like, sports and, and the team. And, like, like when uh, the dude, Jalen Phillips, went down, I think he tore his Achilles. Like, it's something to that. Like, seeing that story of someone go through that and be so emotional, especially because right. he was a comeback player. But also, like, finding out how weird Mike McDaniel really is. Like, he's a really weird guy. Right. But, I mean, you're not really learning nothing about them. Like, you see the games. Right. But to me, I think that is their Achilles heel, is the defense. They, they. I mean, sorry, their offense against defense. If they mm-hmm. don't get a lead early, they usually tend to not come back.
0: We will see. Who is the only person in America watching Hard, hard Knocks? Watching Hard be Knocks. the only person. What'd you say, BC? Yeah, watching Hard Knocks.
2: No
1: All way. Right. <laughs> All right, guys. So watching Hard Knocks right now.
0: Let, let's, let, I'm going to transition into news of the day. Mahomes. Pissed off at a controversial call. The play that everyone is talking about, offensive offside called on. Can I say it? Dumb, dumb. No, I ain't gonna do that. I ain't gonna do that. But uh, listen, (laughs) so Kadarius Tony of the Chiefs uh, was offside. It was a beautiful play. Patrick Mahomes found Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey. I don't know if this was if Tony Romo was like, oh. This wasn't planned. This is this is this is not a play. He just always does this. He finds a guy, he throws it back. I don't I, I think this was scripted. But, anyways, Travis Kelsey finds Kadarius Toney, throws it back. He pretty much walks in. But as soon as they're in the end zone, they're celebrating. Yeah. Because they were only down by three with a minute something left in the game. Right?
1: Yeah, it was 2017 with a minute 24 left. Perfect.
0: Ah! Hold up. There's some laundry on the field. <laughs> What's on the field? A flag. What happened? Kadarius Tony is off sides. So they bring it back. So what I was going to say was, if I'm a Chiefs fan, I'm not bitching at the refs. I'm bitching at Kadarius Tony. Like, bro, you continue to just do... I don't even want to say anything. I I don't want to talk about him like that, but no, I, 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 I can't trust saying. him. I can't trust him.
1: Yeah, no, I get what you're saying, but I mean, like, just look at it. Like, could you not be more on the line? Like, his whole foot is right past the football, first I mean, off. I mean, barely. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, barely. That's the play right here. We're watching back to play, guys, just so you know. But
0: here's the thing, BC, you're talking about barely. Assignment and alignment. Those are the two things I got to focus on as a wide receiver every game. So I get my assignment in a huddle. Or if we're in a two-minute drill like they were, through hand signals and communicating verbally like that. So I got my assignment. My assignment also tells me how where to align. Is it minus two from the numbers? Is it on the numbers? Is it plus two? Is it plus four? As soon as I identify that, I then check with the refs. Look, you'll see every wide receiver do that, even corners, even defensive ends. They look out. They point at the ref. Am I good? Bruh, this is fundamentals.
2: So... Did he miss that step? Yeah, because I saw that's what Patrick Mahomes was saying, like, yeah, that's that's what happens. This when this happens, you check, you you always check with the refs. Everything is good. Usually, you get a warning. He's like, yeah, you know, sometimes they'll give you a warning, like, yo, you know, you lined up this and that. Have a conversation about it. There wasn't a conversation about it. It was one play. I kind of feel Mahomes on it, like, hmm. this really, a, yeah, yeah. Because I get what you guys are saying, like, yeah, you shouldn't have be more um, on point. Tony, like, Mm. you should be more on point and know, like, this is your job to be thing. Like, they always say football is a game of inches, right? So (laughs) you literally were inches too far. I I, I get that. But also, in that time, in a big play like that, and the ref sees it, he didn't give it a a warning or a call or, like, did he check? Did he skip that step and say, and, and forget to, like, check with the ref? Yo, I'm good. Everything's straight. Make sure he's aligned.
1: I, you know, I don't it. I, right back, let me see. Well, I probably got to find a different one because it starts right as his foot is planted. So, see, it's already we don't even get the chance to see him actually look at the ref. It just starts right there. Right. But I mean, my only thing because BC said this, which is that like he don't he think he was only barely over. It looks egregious like his foot is in that blue line that they, you know, project on the field or whatever. Um. So, like, to me, I just don't think it's a bad call. I think it's a good call. It's unfortunate so, for the Chiefs, but it's a good call.
0: Right. It, so here's the th- here's the thing. This is what everyone's talking about. No one's really talking about that. Everyone's talking about Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes' comments post game. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no other way to say it. They're bitching. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I've been in positions before where after games it's like, man, the refs stole that from us. That was terrible. That was tough. But watching this game back this morning, what I would say to the Chiefs, it's like, what happened in the first half? Like, they played bad. They played bad. Also, Rice had nothing to do with that play. He fumbled. And if you want to go to the start of the game, first quarter, first, I think it was like the second drive or so, Patrick Mahomes throws a pick, but it was a screen, batted up by the defense and in. defense in catches the ball. The ref had nothing to do with that. There was a lot of moments that
2: the Chiefs missed out on. Yeah. You don't or hurt it, themselves. Don't let it get to that to where it, you know a ref has to determine the game. But do you really have to call that call? Because would it have really made a difference? Would it have really made a difference whether he was mm-hmm. an inch back? The play still would have resulted in the touchdown. There was no real competitive advantage from being like. Did that have to be called right then? That that the rules are the rules. I think that's was his issue. The rules are the rules. The rules are the I rules, but saying. not every call is called. The yeah. refs yeah. miss calls all the time. Saying. Yeah, but, sure. they, but they but they they their
0: eyes caught that one. Yeah. At the end of the day, this is what, to to me, it's embarrassing because champions don't act like that. So when you see Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes responding this way, I think we should be concerned. The question is, why are they sliding? Why is this offense still struggling? Up until two weeks ago, I was like, "Look, they're winning a little differently. They don't know. They 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 don't have that big playmaker, and they're finally starting to feel not having mm-hmm. a Tyree kill. Mm-hmm. They overcame it the first year.
1: Do yeah. you do you feel like Mahomes is finally showing signs of cracking? Say that again. Do you feel as though Mahomes is finally showing signs of like hell a no. shield? No. Like it's coming down. He's not. No, he's not the uh, winning kid. So no. to say. No way.
2: No? no, he's still the golden child. <laughs> the golden child. I just, yeah. I think
0: that Patrick Mahomes is struggling, um, and and Kelsey are struggling because the other guys are letting them down.
1: Mm, so the skill's still there, but you think that everything is still yeah. there? What, what
0: do you mean? What are, we, what are we talking about? Yeah, Patrick Mahomes. Well, I Mahomes. mean, you
1: just, you've never seen him so frustrated. Well, that's so. why I
0: was saying that when you see them respond this way, because champions don't respond this way as far as like, you know, you go to this one play and that was the deciding factor. Yeah, that was a big play. And I can see what others may see. Like, you didn't have to call it like the BCs of the world. Like, mm-hmm. did that really determine, you know what I mean, if this play was going to be successful or not, probably not. Wasn't that big of a deal, but the rules are the rules. When you see them respond that way, it's because there's frustration all over the place, not just Mm -hmm. that play. Like, they're really grasping. They're really trying to find a way to get back on track and get
2: to the Super Bowl. Was there a questionable – there was a questionable call last week too, though, I think. I think that it's a mounting frustration with the refs is what Mahomes uh, I saw him bring that up in his came, press. Conference. Yeah, what he was saying in the press conference was like I think it was another play. So it's kind of like all right. One time is enough. Twice is something that's kind of keep happening. Now now they're kind of the getting time. getting to their wits end with the with the refs on that on that. But again, I, I feel you too. Like don't let it get to a point where the refs have to where a call from the refs determine the game. Go in there Win, you know, win these games straight up. But Don't let it get to that. But, but it's I mean, it's always a, competitive
0: thing. a play. Every game, you sit it, BC, there's always going to be a couple of bad calls or some missed calls. Yeah. Always. So that's why I go back to the first half. Watch the first half, bro. It was bad. And then look at the fumbles. Like, that's stuff that y'all can control. So when they're watching this film right now, and they already watched the film, as soon as they get, you know, right after the game they were watching, you have your little iPads and, you know, you can watch it. Usually, you know, back in the day, we used to have to wait till Monday, everything uploaded into the system, then you had to go into the building. Now we got iPads, boom, that shit's right there. So they already watched the film. But collectively as a team, they're watching it probably, they probably already finished. And they're probably looking at it and saying, Oh, we play really bad. Just not good. Not good at all. And then here's the crazy part Josh Allen gave them opportunities too. Josh Allen played like Josh Allen, played like a monster. Mm-hmm. But then there's three, four bad moments. How y'all not capitalized off a of Josh Allen interception? How you dropped the interception, hit you right in the chest. So, for me, I hear what they're saying. I think it's embarrassing. And I think they have bigger problems than the ref.
1: Agreed. I actually have a nugget I wanted to pose before, you know, we get into anything else. So, Patrick Mahomes has never played a playoff game on the road. And this is the first time in his career that he's been at risk for doing so. So if that happens, do you think the Chiefs will win the AFC if they have to travel in the playoffs? Yeah,
0: Mahomes travels. Like when you think when I say when I what I mean by that is Patrick Mahomes is different, and this is when the conversation gets started. When you lose, the noise get a little louder. People mm-hmm. start questioning you, so you'll hear it, especially if they m- drop another one. But but Mahomes is him, Woo. I don't care if they play at a high school stadium. Mahomes' game and mindset travels. And right now, he's probably the pissed he's been, the most pissed he's been in, since he's been in the NFL. So I'm not counting Mahomes out. All
1: right, I hear you. But let's put you in a scenario. Okay. All right? It's late January. Baltimore is going. That's the next opponent for Kansas City. Does he beat Lamar? Hmm. No. Hmm.
0: No. My, I just—it's not even about Lamar versus Mahomes.
1: The Ravens <laughs> versus are the solid Chiefs. team. <laughs> <laughs> and, Have you seen Odell? Yeah, I those. miss him, man. As a Giants fan, I miss him. I know, like man. just seeing the way he's playing the last couple of weeks. Yeah, he's showing Damn, him. There's plays boy. where he
0: popped. Yeah, had another big, big play. Yeah, wide wow. open. Lamar looks right, looks down the middle of field, finds Odell, throws it to him, Odell, and then he does the Michael Jackson. Yeah, you saw that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> man, uh, so. It's going to be interesting to see how the rest of this month plays out. You know, parity in the NFL. It's been that way for the last two, three years. And now we're seeing it. The Who's can lose to the Who's. I just made that Or the Who's. Or the (laughs) Who's. All
1: right, just final thing. I have to ask this. We have four games left. What would you say is the chances of seeing Patrick Mahomes – and Andy Reid on the sideline yelling at each other. The frustration is getting very high.
0: Um, they've they've already like there's been a time or two. Mahomes is intense,
1: mm.
0: you know, and and, and we're, we're, we'll see that more as we get through December because it's gonna be a it's gonna be a tough December for him and a lot of a couple teams. So you'll see it. Mm-hmm. But I can't see him disrespecting Andy Reid. They've already had a couple moments where Patrick Mahomes like, I want to go for it. Yeah. Andy Reed's like, get your ass off the field. <laughs> not in those words, but pretty much get off the field.
1: It is nice though to not nice, but like I think it's good for the storyline. Like in 15 years, when Patrick Mahomes isn't playing anymore, to have a moment like this, mm. you know, where he's not always. The golden child. But let's move on. So I know Brandon's going to get excited about this next one. Maybe. We got Zach Wilson returning for the Jets and actually kept them alive in the AFC playoff race. Uh, uh Uh-oh. Over 300 yards passing, two TD passes against the Texans defense, and right now the practice window for Aaron Rodgers has been open. Mm. Are the Jets dead or alive? Super dead. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> they already
0: threw the dirt on them well i mean here's the thing mathematically they're still in it
2: mm-hmm.
0: um and anything can happen i just don't see i mean the jets have to win out and a couple the teams it, the, the scenarios are just wild. the jets will have to win out and there's going to be a couple of teams that just have to implode, but they have the Dolphins, the Commanders, the Browns, and the Patriots. Dolphins tough. May all games for for the Jets will be tough. Do we really believe? That's the question. Do we really believe that
2: Zach Wilson? I mean, he looked, can do he, this again. He looked okay. He looked good. He, he looked, looked pretty good, damn what, good if can, what if he can back them into the playoffs? No way. What if he so, can back them into the playoffs? Hold on. You was just – hold on. You was just uh, swinging that banner, though, a f- couple weeks ago. Hold on, B. Big banner. Hold on. You was waving that flag. <laughs> Talk to me. <laughs> I just don't see – I don't see a 9-8 and team getting
0: in. Let's
1: look at the standings. That would be their record if they won every game.
0: Yeah, 9-8. and eight. So, but three of those four games are very winnable. Commanders, so you got Browns, the Miami Patriots.
1: Dolphins. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, woo, they're not going to get in if they don't. They got to win out, and then teams have to implode. So let's look at it. Who are the seven? Miami Dolphins, nine and three. Buffalo Bills are at seven and six. And then you have the Baltimore Ravens. You have the Cleveland Browns. You have the Pittsburgh Steelers. And you have the Cincinnati Bengals for some reason. Who is this guy? Who is this twenty nine year old rookie? Well, he played. He was in the league, but twenty eight. Well, he, he, this is his first year really playing. But even them, they're seven and six. They have a better record than the Jets. Yeah. And then you have the Jacksonville Jaguars, the Indianapolis Colts, the Houston Texans, oh, Kansas City Chiefs, Denver Broncos. They're done. They just beat and the And I hate to they say just it. They beat the Texans. Like, what well, we should be saying is Zach Wilson, where the hell were you four weeks ago?
1: Where was this like four weeks ago? He was going I, like I know the answer. He had it. It was taken away. He missed it. And he couldn't wait to get back to it. He, well, I think what, that was what, the what, situation. we see what the, we'll just do. What did we just say? Come on, man. You got to feel me. Say it again. Say it again. He had it. It got yeah. taken away. He missed it. So you couldn't wait to get back to so it. So basically, you're saying
0: it's almost like you don't know what you have until it's gone. Until it's gone.
1: No, nah, he knew. Nah, he knew. You know what, what I think had? happened
0: when you look at it. They opened it up. I text one of my buddies in the building, and I said, "Like, what was the difference, that, you know, between the Zach Wilson we saw Sunday and the start of the season until it was taken from him?" Mm-hmm. I ain't get a reply yet. Maybe during the show. <laughs> the Rest of the show, maybe he'll text me back. But I'm like, did you guys open it up? Like, let me know. Because what I saw, because I thought I was going to see more of, like, flair attitude, but he still looked like a mechanic in a machine, which I don't love. I don't think that's his game. But it ain't do nothing different. But they opened it up. Look at the targets to the receivers. They let them go. They took the pacifier out. That's what I saw.
2: Yeah, maybe they and just so, take the training wheels off and let him
0: let him rock. Yeah, it's like that, and then also being humbled again, like getting it getting benched. Like it could have just been a perfect moment for Zach. Yeah, he's let's like, see if he can maintain.
2: He's like, man, fuck all this Rogers coming back talk. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got
1: this. <laughs> let's start that. This is Zach Wilson team talk, right? See, that's what I felt
0: like. That's the attitude I feel like he should have had. And he needs to have if he wants to stay in the NFL. Man, you got to have crazy confidence. Look at Dak Prescott. Look at the Russell Wilsons of the world. The type of stuff you have to deal with, the type of noise that you hear, how loud it is. You got to be a little delusional. And that's why when I look at Zach and I look into his eyes, I'm like, ah, he might not get it. Cause you got to be delusional. You got to cuss out some people sometimes. You might have to slap somebody in the head (laughs) for real. Cuss out a coach.
1: Let's let's speak about delusional real quick. So, wouldn't it be fair if Rodgers actually chimed in and said, "Hey guys, I tried, but I'm not coming back this year. Sorry." Why hasn't that happened yet? Like, why why does he leave that window open? You think at this point?
0: His, his tone changed. Remember, he was saying like definitely depending on where the team's at and how I feel will determine if I come back. Before it was I'm coming back.
1: Mm-hmm. But I'm saying at four and eight. I know, but oh, sorry, five. And I'm eight.
0: saying he's already changed his tone already. Um, I feel like we we don't know, like we we're not in his head because a guy like that. It makes a lot of sense. If you feel good, you can protect yourself. You're healthy enough to come back. The team is in position to back into the playoffs. A guy like that will come back. Also, a guy like that, I can see saying, hey, I defined the odds. <clears throat> defined the odds. Like, yeah. I was the first to come back this fast. Y'all, y'all going to talk about me in that way forever as well. Yeah. So I can see from an ego standpoint – and him just keeping the noise going and then coming back out and say I told you so. Yeah, I can see him doing that. And then maybe I would just, do that.
2: Maybe it helps. Maybe he feels like you know, if he leaves that hanging over the 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 team's heads, maybe they'll play hard. You know, maybe they'll play harder to like, yeah, if we stay in this, Rogers will be back and then we can really make a run. Or you know, I, I, he's just like, man, this is my team. But what does that play? What does that play on uh, Zach Wilk- Wilson's psyche? Right. So you're the backup to Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers gets hurt. You're out. You come in. You're benched, and then you're playing the rest of the season just to be Rodgers' backup again. So so maybe that kind of kills his drive, uh, or his that that thing that you're talking no. about in his eyes, because he's like, man, I'm not, I'm gonna go right back to playing behind Rodgers in, in next season. He already accepted that. You remember the timeline
0: when they said they were gonna go get a veteran. This is going back to last year, mm-hmm. started the offseason. He came out and said, "Oh, I'm gonna make him. I'm gonna make his life a living oh, hell yeah, or something right, right, like yeah, that." Yeah, yeah, I remember. Uh-huh. He said something like that. But then they went and got Aaron Rodgers, and he humbled himself quick. Right. Yeah. He said, "Give me the clipboard," because <laughs> when when they signed Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is like, well, yeah, he played into it. He was like, yeah, Zach said he's going to make whoever came in's life a living hell. Let's see what happens, right? Yeah, yeah. But he humbled himself already. He accepted his role. And probably the people around him inside the building and outside the building probably said, this is good for you. Let's sit for a year. Maybe another team pick you up after a year. Or sitting for two years won't be bad. So now being thrown out there after A-Rod goes down, it's actually a good situation for him. If you take away the media and the noise, this is good for him. Maybe not for the other guys, not for the organizations, not for the fans, but for him to go out there and work and develop. Look at this situation. You don't think that this was a, a, a him over getting over a major hurdle? Starting the year off terrible. A lot of noise. People saying bench him. Bring somebody in off the off the street. We don't want Zach. Gets benched, finally. Comes back out and play this way. How you think he feels today? He yeah. probably walking around one jet drive with flip-flops on. Right. And a coffee in his right hand. Not in a paper cup. <laughs> in a mug.
1: In a mug. In the mud, I'm home. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, as you guys bring that we up, got on. Right? So, the next game for the New York Jets is the Dolphins. Robert Sala himself said, "We shouldn't hold our breath on Rogers' return next week." Is the Rogers hype good, or is it bad for Zach?
0: It's. It, it doesn't matter. Yeah, Zach
1: knows his role.
0: And, and and Zach already won. Cause the reality is he was not ready to be the starting quarterback for the Jets. The reality is they may have you no, know, they prop they went too high. Like they drafted him that high. So for him to actually have an opportunity to go out there and play and develop, he already won. Yeah. Hopefully his mind is strong enough to understand this. You gotta block out the noise and understand that, man. How do I continue to get better at where these blind spots are? How do I take advantage of this opportunity? How do I learn how to deal with my teammates and the media, the moments when we're up, the moments when we're down? So Zach Wilson already won.
1: You want to go to big injuries? Yeah, let's talk about them. Let's talk about
0: them. Are we going to quickly react to bigger injuries around the NFL yesterday? Um, And this is a big one. We're going to start with Justin Herbert. And the reason why this is a big one is because the Denver Broncos. Now, we we look, were looking at the Denver Broncos' schedule. Chargers down the stretch twice, went to LA 1. Justin Herbert breaks a finger on his throwing hand. Go to fast forward to January 7th, who are they playing? They're playing against the Chargers. That's a big deal for the Denver Broncos. That's a big deal. So, Justin Herbert's injury really doesn't affect them. Like, I think they're, you know, they should be looking for another coach. Now, obviously, those dudes ain't going to lay down. Some of those dudes ain't going to lay down. They're going to continue to play for themselves. They're going to playing for the contract. They're playing for Pro Bowls. They're playing for those things. But at the end of the day, there's no reason. For them to think that they're contenders or they're going to sneak into the playoffs. But it affects everybody else in the AFC or those who are still in it.
1: I will say it's also heartbreaking to see because, you know, we put that QB up on such a pedestal. It reminds me of a couple weeks ago during the Cincinnati game when we saw Joe Burrow on the sideline trying to throw the ball and it just kept falling forward and just the amount of pain he was in. So, like, to have this happen, I mean, this is... Just horrible for the Chargers. I mean, great for Denver because, I mean. A couple teams. Well, you, you, remember, you just asked me about the Jets. That's why the
0: Jets, like, the mindset is just continue to play tough. Give it your all because you don't know how all this stuff is going to play out. You never know. You just never know. Because you, 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 you. how many times have we been in, you know, uh The end of January, been at the end of January, or sorry, not the end of January, at the beginning of January. And it's like, if you win and this person lose, this person win, you get in, Mm -hmm. right? So you played it, you play it
1: out. And it's so funny you say that because I'm looking at the Denver schedule. Before all the winning started, two months ago from tomorrow, they were one in five (laughs) and everyone had them out. And now we're contemplating if they're going to actually. Take the division from Kansas City. Isn't that crazy? Unbelievable. They were one in five two months ago.
0: I'm not shocked by it. That's why every year, we at the start of the NFL season, the fav, my favorite thing to talk about is who's the dark horse. Who's going to be that team? I always say it. I've been saying it for the past ten years. Inside the NFL, who's the dark horse? FS1, who's the dark horse? Now on our platform, I am athlete. Who's the dark horse? And when you're looking at the Denver Broncos,
1: that's the dark horse. Texans might be a dark horse next year, but I mean, unfortunately, they took two huge hits yesterday in the loss against the Jets. Uh, We got CJ Stroud, their rookie quarterback who's been killing it, seems to have a concussion. He's in concussion protocol as well as Nico Collins with a left calf injury. What do we think about the Texans now? Big deal. Who did you have them in the playoffs? This is a big deal. Maybe not. Woo! We were
0: just talking about the New York Jets. Could they get in? I said no. Why? Because there's a lot of teams sitting there at seven and six. Teams right there. This is a big deal because they're third in their division. And this, their record is going to impact the Denver Broncos. Their record is going to impact the Cincinnati Bengals, the Cleveland Browns. This is huge. They lost to the Jets thirty to six. Parody. What's going to happen this week when they go to Tennessee? And then you got the Browns. Then you're back in Tennessee. And then the Colts. This is a big deal. So, C.J. Stroud going down and Nico Collins going down is a big deal. Now, we'll see if C.J. Stroud plays this weekend. But like Wu said, he's in concussion protocol. And we know the NFL and the NFL Players Association not playing when it comes to this head trauma. Not not because they truly care. I mean, (laughs) on the NFL side. Maybe on the NFL PA as well. It's because... They don't want the backlash. So don't expect the Texans to just throw out C.J. Stroud. We will see. And finally, Justin Jeffer returns and then leaves as quickly as he got back in the lineup with another injury after taking a big hit in Vegas.
1: This one was sad. Yeah? Yeah, just because he had – I think he lost like five or six games this season. And – Wu said, "This one was sad. I, don't, I'm a I love Wu's commentary man. around ball. Like, yeah. Wu, we need you on the show more. <laughs> I love it. I just feel I feel for him, man. He's a young guy. You got all the hype. You come back in the game. I'm trying to find out right now how many uh, catches he had yesterday. He had three targets, two catches, 27 yards. Gets cr- just hit in the middle of his back. For some reason, they call it a chest injury. I'm not exactly sure how that works, and he's out. Out." Oh. Tough sport, woo. I Agreed, but it's just—it to me, I guess it's hard to see someone so young, so talented, and uh, it's sad. Just like sad, yeah, sad, <laughs> sad man. Because it's—it's it's, it's the hope of what his game could bring. It's same thing for CJ Stroud. It, like
0: it's been over the last couple of weeks, right? You have uh, Josh Dobbs, yeah, make his way over right before the trade deadline. Um, well, let's back it up a little bit. Kirk Cousins go down. Yeah. What are the Minnesota Vikings going to do? Let's fold up the tent. They didn't do that. They went out and partied. They went and got Josh Dobbs. Josh Josh Dobbs come in. He holds it down for a couple of games. And then he goes left. Yeah, but it was immaculate. But during that time, everybody's like, man, what is he going to do when Justin Jefferson gets back? So Justin never was able to get back before Josh Josh Dobbs went left. And so what I'm saying is it was already over. You know, Justin Jefferson, I mean, coming back, you know, it's a contract year. You want to end the year on a high note. You want to be healthy. But at the end of the day, like, the Vikings are done. Justin Jefferson's going to get paid. And everybody will be fine in Minnesota next year. Maybe not let's stay in a division though I told y'all this Justin Fields the Chicago Bears Bears playing a spoiler in the NFC they took down the division leading Lions Chicago has been playing great football since Fields returned from injury last month they have a tough game in Cleveland next weekend BC, Yep. should the NFL be scared of Chicago to end this season?
2: Yes. Ooh,
0: finally somebody is on the right side with me. Justin Fields looking good. (laughs) (laughs) So here's the deal. Justin Fields goes out there, holds court, says you're in my head too much. Can't play ball starts a fire in chicago big fire then he holds another press conference apologizes i'm sorry i shouldn't have said that no he <laughs> did the right thing justin sometimes you got to be a little disruptive
2: a little disruptive
0: what happened after that i don't know if they tweak some things or not but what i do know is He went for almost 400 yards, then 300 yards, then off to a hot start, 200-something yards, then gets hurt. That's when Tyson came in. That's right. And now he was on ice for a couple of weeks. Now he's been back. They beat the Vikings. They beat the Detroit Lions. A couple things happened over there. One, Justin Fields held court. Called out the offensive coordinator. I've seen people like Kyle Long, guys I play with. You don't do this. Well, if he didn't do this, his ass still be playing like trash. Chicago Bears wouldn't be in this position. They'd probably be looking at Caleb Williams or whoever. No, he did the right thing. What else did they do? They went and got sweat defensive end. Defense is playing better. He's getting pressure on the quarterback. They're finally getting the ball to their playmakers. So, yes, people should fear the Chicago Bears. The Chicago Bears is playing spoiler. Yeah. They're one of those teams. What is their record right now? Do five, we know their five record? And five and eight. Five and eight. They don't have a channel about C. Like, mathematically, they're still in it. But can they Eat? eat?
1: So and <laughs> we gonna eat this season should Justin Fields remain the QB long term
0: yeah you know I've been staying on that table all year since week one I've only seen a kid play live in person mm-hmm. once that's all I needed to see see <laughs> that's all I needed after warm ups I was convinced man Listen, here's the thing. The thing that separates the really good quarterbacks is really the mental. And that's what I need to see. All right? Like what I talked about, Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott's a man amongst boys out there. I've seen this coverage. I've seen that y'all tilting the safety here. This is too easy. I've seen this a thousand times. I'm not surprised Dak's having a success. Football IQ is what separates the quarterbacks. Justin Fields ever want to. He wants to be great. He's a smart kid. He knows football. But now, can he be sophisticated? Can he become sophisticated at it? I say yes. Are you going to be the first one in, last one out? He's shown that already at Ohio State and now in Chicago. So to me, that's about coaching. Put me in the right system. Put the right people around me because he can make all the throws. We see how dynamic he is on the ground. Went over 1,000 yards rushing last year. This is a dude that can have 100 yards rushing and 300 yards through the air, four total touchdowns in a game. What are we talking about? Are you kidding me? I know I pissed off a few people in Chicago last uh, two weeks ago. We had the I Am Iconic tour, started off in Chicago, so we went on a little media tour, hit all the local hits, and they asked, that was number one question eight. Same question you asked, that was the number one question they had, Woo. And you know, Cam Newton echoed it, but I started it. I said, Chicago, effing leave Justin Fields alone. We don't want no Caleb Williams like Caleb. We don't want no other quarterback. We want Justin. Do the right thing by Justin and watch him deliver.
1: All right. Let me let me pose a question then. Let's let's put our GM hat on. It's on right. Bing. It's on? Okay. So which team, if you're GM Bears and you you're probably still not feeling fields, what team should make an offer for fields and what like 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 what would that offer be so that they can't refuse it? Well, there's
0: talk, right? That the Falcons was one team and there was another team It was the Falcons. That would be interesting. And was it the Raiders? Fields and and Robinson. Oh, the Steelers. The two teams that I saw um, that could potentially make a move for them um, was the Steelers.
1: You said the Falcons? And the Falcons. That would be interesting, actually. I meet? like him in Atlanta. You know, I'm he's a he's a Georgia
0: Atlanta. boy. He's right. He's from right outside of Atlanta. That could be interesting, but he still needs a lot of help. Yeah, I like New England trying to make a
1: move, but I don't like New England for Justin. I like Atlanta. I think he could do big things in Chicago. But this is the GM speaking, or is that just information? So, you still have the issue? That's information, in, uh, Vikings. That's, yeah. Like Kirk Cousins on the tail end of his career. So like if they made an offer. If, if here here's the
0: deal. All right, you told me to put my general manager's hat on. So I gotta be a general manager of all 32 teams, including Chicago. Correct. So if I'm the Chicago Bears, I keep Justin Fields. If I'm the Green Bay Packers, I am happy I got Jordan Love. Minnesota Vikings, I explored. But you got Kurt, he'll bounce back. You also got the draft. Detroit Lions, mm, can't trade in division. So any these teams I just talked about doesn't matter. Ain't nobody going to trade for Justin Fields in the NFC North. Dallas Cowboys are good. Philadelphia Eagles are good. New York football giants. We still filling out, Tommy. You look at everything. Like, no, ain't no feeling. I know Tommy DeVito. What are you hey, talking about? Yo. He might be our Tom Brady. Washington Commanders, you consider? No, you don't consider. Sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> this kid is balling. <laughs> he just, they just oh, you uh, get the uh, right Boy, coach. Sam, Sam How- Howell? Howell, yeah, Howell. yeah. <laughs> he is balling. Tampa Bay Bucks. Todd Bowles. Who knows? That was my that's my head coach. That's my guy. Who knows what he's going to do? Baker Mayfield. Look,
1: isn't Baker on a contract here?
0: Yeah, Atlanta Falcons. We talked about them. The New Orleans Saints. Car. I was expecting more from the Saints. Six in that six and seven. Interesting, and that's going to be an interesting uh, division come January. You got the Tampa Bay Bucks at six and seven. Atlanta Falcons at six and seven. You got the New Orleans Saints at six and seven. Then you got the Carolina Panthers at one and twelve.
1: Man, that's people getting
0: fired. They got like five people on their coaching staff. They ain't just let go of the head coach. They let go half the damn staff. Yeah. Who yeah. coaching them boys down there?
2: <laughs> themselves.
0: <laughs> he said themselves. It's backyard football in <laughs> Carolina. <laughs> what is going on? Hey, that, that owner came in pissed off. You see what C.J. Stroud is doing down there in Houston? You had the number one overall pick. So, But the problem is he should be mad at himself because he's the one that stood on the table, said
2: he really wanted them. Right. <laughs> so do they – because it looks like they're going to be in position to get the number one overall pick again. Do they draft the next hottest quarterback? Uh, well,
0: I don't know with assets because sometimes that could shift around. People trade away certain things. So record-wise, yes, somebody could correct me there if they are going to get the number one overall pick. Um do they no, draft,
2: do they draft a top quarterback again, or do they just go with uh, interesting,
0: right? <laughs> no, you know, you Why can't not? do it. The kid can play. The kid can play. Did you so see a lot what T.J. Stroud is do doing is these, down there?
2: I, yeah, I know. I know.
0: <laughs> a lot of time, these owners they'll bring in consultants and they'll sit around for a couple of weeks and really see what's going on, and so. He probably got word that this offense ain't it. And so he made the move. Fired not only the head coach, but half the damn coaching staff. And so they're probably sitting there in Carolina saying, we just need to go get the right guys around. Let's give it another shot. You know, this kid can play ball. There's a reason why he went number one overall. Mm -hmm. He's not a bust to me. Not yet. Not yet.
1: Okay. Not yet. I'm gonna say right now, the only two teams, after looking at the full, like roster of everybody, I think you might be right, man. <laughs> like New England, I, I still want to see what this O'Connell guy does in Las Vegas. He's been playing pretty decent with Devontae. So, but yeah, I think New England might. What are we talking?
0: About? I'm sorry, let me let me let
1: you finish. No, I was done. I was done. I was just saying that I think you might have a you point. Wouldn't, if you're the if you're the Raiders, you wouldn't take Justin Fields over O'Connell. I would based on name, but I feel like O'Connell's been showing good stuff to see <gasps> about that development. As far as a player though, <laughs> Fields is a better player.
0: A B C what woo we'll say.
1: That's sad. That's sad. That's sad. Sad. <laughs> sad. We sad in here. <laughs> All right. So let's bring up a little not so breaking news. We kinda of spoke on it a little bit earlier, but so TMZ Sports is reporting that Rogers will be medically cleared for teams for the team's Christmas Eve game versus the Commanders. Not a super hard team. Like what are our thoughts here? Like I already know, like like we we, we know that Robert probably is on the fence about clearing him. So like what does this even mean at this point? Well first off, let's just sit in the moment.
0: This is amazing. <laughs> it really is. Like it's a testament to his hard work. It's a testament to the staff, the medical staff, the jet staff. This dude went down in September. We're at the beginning of December talking about this dude about to be medically cleared.
2: First game of the season, and he's already (laughs) trying to come back.
0: Great job, Aaron Rodgers. Great job. I've been in this position before as a player. You know how hard it is just to come back from a damn jammed finger? Let alone the Achilles. <laughs> Players, we would be so soft. <laughs> by, by the way, the, we have a little bump and bruise
1: on our knee or something. Like,
0: ah, I need surgery. my career is over.
1: <laughs> by the way, just so we know, the average recovery for this surgery or this injury? Six months. Nine to, nine to 12. Oof. So six months you could be medically clear.
0: Nine months were you feeling really good. Yeah, We really got to wonder that. what he's doing.
2: That's what I'm saying. This is amazing. this is going to be crazy. Everybody's going to want to know what what surgery he had. This is going to be like he's going to, you know, be the new spokesperson for the Achilles surgery and all that. (laughs) He should be. Two months. Hey, Aaron Rodgers came back in six months. Well,
0: that's what's happening now, right? So Phillips goes down. You talked about him from the Miami Dolphins. Young defensive end was absolutely in his bag before he went down. Devastating. Uh, He called him. He called Kirk Cousins. Anybody who's going down with Achilles this year, Aaron Rodgers is calling yeah, exactly. them, or they're calling him consulting. Exactly. So he
1: salesman. might as well get a bag. Yeah, He like he a door-to-door well. salesman on Achilles injuries. Got an right. Achilles <laughs> hill.
2: You got a Achilles uh, injury? Call Aaron Rodgers.
1: Call one eight hundred Aaron Jets. But no, like, could we be at the precipice of like seeing Here go, this injury? Precipice. The precipice. You, the precipice but like come on could we be like witnessing the change in sports when it comes to like every time this injury has happened everyone the broadcast team the team everyone is like that's it we'll see him next year yeah it
0: depends on how he comes if he comes back and how he comes back mm -hmm. if he comes back and he's effective
1: all right scenario game last game of the season he's cleared they just like, hey, we just want to see what Rodgers could do. Comes in, three tubs, 350 yards. What oh, yeah. are we saying? Oh, yeah.
0: That, I mean, now what you're saying,
1: that scenario,
0: absolutely. Because if you come back and you re-injure yourself or you look sloppy, then nobody cares. What the, what's the word used? Precipice?
1: <laughs> yeah. Pr- now you got me messing up. <laughs> Say it. With the me. precipice, right? The precipice. He said could we be at the precipice <laughs> what
0: <laughs> no but there's a lot of things that can change back in the day if you had any type of um if you went down with any injury like this Achilles ACL um you know bicep tendon those type of injuries like okay we'll see you next year yeah and so there's been a couple of moments. Over the last, I mean, I mean, since football existed, where there's been like the Ray Lewis of the world begging their organizations, bragging their coaches, don't put me on IR. Now the rules have changed. Back in the day, if you went on IR, you couldn't come off of it, mm-hmm. right? So there, there's been examples of guys asking their team to hold their roster spot, not put them on IR, let them come back. Ray Lewis comes back. He plays in the Super Bowl. They win the Super Bowl. What do you get on IR? Is it is it the pup list now? No, PUP is when you enter the season. So the oh, pup okay. list is physically unable to perform list, meaning that you have basically until like week six to come off the pup list, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. But you have to you start the you start camp on pup.
2: Okay, so it's a different designation. This is and like the IR season like- started.
0: Yo, know, IR is injured reserve, right. right? So, injured reserve, back in the day when I was playing, once you go on IR, it's like going into Rikers. <laughs>
2: Season you done. You can't, ain't coming yeah, yeah, out
0: until you, <laughs> <till laughs> your time is served next year. See you next year. <laughs> and then, and I love this change, right? Because it didn't make any sense. And it's all a numbers game, right? The reason why all these – um all of these uh, PUP, IR, all those things matter is because we have to get through the year. So there's some teams that may have 20 dudes on IR, but you still got to play on Sunday. So these new changes over the last couple of years where you can go on IR, but you can come off of it is a big deal, mm. huge deal. So now Aaron Rodgers goes down week one, but now he's in position to come back. Now just imagine if they actually were in position to make the playoffs and Aaron Rodgers just comes running out the tunnel. It's a beautiful thing. That didn't exist back in the day because once you went on IR, you couldn't come off. So I love these changes. Got it. Yeah,
1: I love seeing this new future. But let's continue with some more AFC news. So – all four teams in the AFC North now have a winning record. The Ravens are on top at 10-3. and three. Unbelievable. Then we have Joe Flacco. <laughs> such an old school name. He also played for the Ravens. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's on the Browns now currently at 8-5. and five. Um, Joe was actually named the starter for the rest of the season. So mm. should Flacco's former team be worried about Cleveland catching them now? Not
0: catching them? I mean, it's one of those things where it's like you you look at it and you ask the question, you know what I mean? They probably go to the locker room like, yo, BC Woot, y'all see what them boys is doing in Cleveland? We straight? Yeah, we good. Don't worry <laughs> about it. We got this. But it definitely comes up, right? Yeah, Because you're your paying attention to everybody in the league. Let's look at it. So, you see, so the Baltimore Ravens at 10-3, Cleveland Browns at 8-5. All right, you look at the schedule.
1: <clears throat> Whose schedule are you looking at?
0: I'm looking at the Baltimore Ravens. They already right. played the Browns. They beat the Browns, beat the Sox off the Browns 28-3. Mm. And then they came around and lost to the Browns to 33-31. to All right, now in the Baltimore Ravens' schedule down the stretch, they got the Jacksonville Jaguars. That's not going to be easy. Yeah. And then you, and you're and you at Jacksonville, what they like to say, in Duval. Gotta and then it. you got to fly all the way to the West Coast. You're not going to the Chargers with Justin Herbert, broken finger. You're not going to the Rams. You're going to the 49ers. And then you have the Dolphins, and then you have the Steelers. Let me take it back. Hold on, hold on before, before I <laughs> retract, saying that they shouldn't be worried. <laughs> Let me look Let's at the look Browns.
1: At r- look at it. Pull, right. You got it? No, I got it right here. So they face Chicago. Okay. Right? Then they face the Texans who may, may, okay. may not still have Stroud. CJ Stroud, where's okay. it? Then they face the Jets. And then they face the Bengals. Oh. <laughs> I, think,
2: I think there's chance. I don't think. Yeah. I don't, I don't think so.
0: BC if nah. they lose two more than a what bro Jacksonville Wait, that's the Ravens schedule that you just called off or the Browns schedule and what's the last one That Cincinnati Bengals is the last one that's yeah not for no the Browns. pushover you see how that boy
2: playing he playing like he want a starting job that's what I'm saying the Browns they gonna lose at least two two out of those three or two out of those four the Browns yeah they
0: could but what if they don't what if so now we in the locker room see you see this is all locker room talk so at first we started that's exactly what happens. Hey, yo, y'all see what Joe Flacco and the Browns is doing? Should we be worried? Nah.
2: Nah, Pull up that schedule.
0: But then you got the big offensive lineman walking by hearing this little circle, and he's like, let's look, did y'all pull up the schedule? Y'all better be ready. Y'all over here talking. Y'all need to be practicing because y'all see we got the Dolphins, we got the 49ers, we got da-da-da-da-da. And then you look at their schedule. So this is literally how it plays out in the locker room. And now we all looking like,
2: Yeah, but who holds the tiebreaker because they're two games behind. So in four games, they'd have to make up two games to at least tie. Yeah, but they
1: split. They split. We'll see. I look at it like this. Between the four games left, if Browns win the next three, which, again, is not easy in the NFL, but Baltimore also loses the next three, it'll be 3-1, 1-3, and they'll end up with the same record anyways. That's kind of insane how good Baltimore's been playing, and Brown's been, I wouldn't say coasting, but they, they literally could have the same record. But we said this
0: last week and we said it a few times. This December is going to be legendary. You just don't know. Philly travels down to Dallas and get the brakes rock. beat off of Got them. They
2: snap rock.
0: Right. You just don't know. Uh, The game was closer than the numbers show, but Buffalo beats the Chiefs. What's going to happen with them? They
1: have
2: uh, some tough games on the stretch.
1: Like, you just don't know. What you call this season, uh, BC?
2: Cream season.
1: There you go. All right, guys. So, we only got a couple minutes left. We're going to play a game we call it what's the word all right so we're going to start how how, how many minutes we got left right now it's looking like 18. that's it maybe maybe 17 minutes that's 16 16 sorry to be exact 16 minutes left can we can
0: we go another 30 minutes
1: uh yeah sure you're supposed to say no (laughs) 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 well i start thinking post-production um (laughs) So then, no, hell no. Um, so okay, let's let's go with Dak Prescott. Um, I need the best words to complete this sentence. These sentences. The first one is Dak Prescott in the playoffs will be, and everybody has to answer
0: flawless. flawless.
1: Flawless.
0: There's something about being in the valley. There's something about being in the darkness. We. We were burying Dak Prescott last year. Hell, even the start of this year in camp, we was counting his interceptions in camp. Yeah, remember?
1: Exactly. It was literally every week he had two to three interceptions in practice. Exactly. Not every so week,
0: it
2: was every day we, we was
0: counting them.
1: So that guy could, that guy could also
2: reemerge. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. you know what you, see, see, see.
0: Here is the problem. You said how many years Dak has been in the league?
2: This is his
1: eighth year.
0: He had one year turning the ball over. Now, B.C. and the boys is saying he can reemerge. He showed us for seven years who he, who he is. Man. Six years.
2: Has he won in seven years? No, he has not. You, he hasn't won. We st-
0: go ahead. He ain't won nothing. B.C., do you want to go back? You want to you replay the start of this show? Or do you want to, we talked about Michael Jordan. <laughs> it took Michael Jordan seven years to win. Seven to eight. It took LeBron how many years to win? That's crazy. Cool. Everybody ain't going to come in like Patrick. Uh,
2: Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, it didn't take Patrick Mahomes that long.
0: Yeah, but how many people got it done like that? How He's long did great. it take Peyton you Manning? You want to be
2: great or nah? You want to be great yes. or nah? All right, yes. so then be great from
1: the Sound jump, like a perfect. <laughs> you want to be great or nah? <laughs> right. All right, moving on. We got Jalen. Hold Hercs. on, I didn't
2: answer the. That. <laughs> oh, sorry, 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 I didn't get sorry. Answer. Hold on, hold on.
1: All right, say it again. Ask him the question. So we. All right, I'm gonna ask you the question. So, Dak Prescott in the playoffs will be beaten. great answer (laughs) BC got a low-key evil inside of him all right
0: (laughs) come on bro stop hating bro telling you
2: he will be beaten in the playoffs that's that's all right so okay Eagles
1: taking back-to-back beatings by the the two best teams in the conference so what are we saying here the Eagles have a Blank chance to get back to the Super Bowl. Great.
0: Great. Yeah. What are we saying? Michael Jordan never took no L's.
2: Exactly.
0: Kobe never took no L's. LeBron never took. Who said it was going to be easy? Right. Oh, because the last year and a half, they've been showing yeah. it so easy. Come yeah. on, man. And, I agree. and, and look. I don't know what's happened on that defense, but they need to make some chance some changes. But it's great because of the parity we just talked about. The parity, BC, this team beat that team, that team beat this team. Who
2: knows what's going to happen? Exactly. You Who don't knows? know? You don't know. They got an. What you saying, BC? Excellent chance. They have an excellent chance to go back.
1: Yeah, I want to say high chance, just to give it one word. And it's not like th- this isn't the. Um,
0: This isn't the Jacksonville Jaguars. This isn't... Who else is out there? The Detroit Lions. Look at the Detroit Lions. They'll have a couple weeks. I told y'all. They've been looking messy. This is a real team. Well coached. Like these are... They got dogs. Yeah. And they got dudes with the right mindset. So if they were guys that... They if they was, they were guys that just like had good moments, good years, a good year, then it'd be a different story. Now Jalen Hurts is here to stay, right? AJ Brown is here to stay, Smitty is here to stay, Slay is here to stay, Carter's here to stay. Come on,
1: agreed. All right, so next up, everyone oh, BC is- didn't go.
2: Yeah, I did. I said they have an excellent chance.
1: Oh, you did? Okay, yeah. Next up, we got. Everyone is talking about Patrick Mahomes and how he lost his mind on the officials. <laughs> so <laughs> what's the word? Is Patrick Mahomes getting pissed off at officials? Oh, Patrick Mahomes getting pissed off at officials was I'ma go first. I'm gonna go say ahead. the feeling that came to me initially was um immaturity. Immature okay. Cause I mean to me it was a clear call. Okay.
0: So so I'll I'll piggyback off for you then. I'll say human.
1: Good answer. And there's
0: like, you know, eh, it's like what he said earlier, like sad. (laughs) Now we're getting into our feelings. But, you know, I like talking like this. I'll say human, look, frustrated. Something's off. It's been off with this offense all year. Mm -hmm. BC said it earlier. Some residual effect of some of the calls from prior weeks you know and there's just so much pressure and so much tension in between those lines that sometimes this is what happens and so i wouldn't say immature but hell we seen brady break how many them pads surface pros on the sideline like it just happens
1: you know it, i don't go ahead i just want to say cuz i'm really trying to search out a good word immature isn't really to speak to him as a person just so I could be clear I'm speaking more to the reaction once seeing the replay let's say it
2: was uncharacteristic maybe
1: that might be a better way to put it uncharacteristic
2: you know I would say it was justified but for your word I think yeah maybe uncharacteristic because maybe I, I don't know him to be always lashing out at refs and stuff like that yeah so yeah you know but frustration bills and then uh, at some point it's going to come out. So that's what happened.
1: I just – man, honestly, I just never seen Patrick Mahomes yelling like that. Never thought I would. And for a split second, I, you know, when I first saw it, it wasn't after the play had just happened. So I thought he was yelling at a teammate, and I was kind of like, who the hell is Patrick Mahomes yelling at like this? <laughs> right, like, right. The, like four men are holding him back. You got his helmet wailing it around. But then once I realized it was a play, watched the play, I was just like – Come on, Pat, like, almost like a you're better than this moment. Did you see, um, uh,
2: just kind of off topic, but with the topic, the little Duval posted something. (laughs)
1: Little
2: Duval said the Chiefs need to cut Taylor Swift.
1: (laughs) 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 They might need to. (laughs) She ain't making the roster.
0: She fooled, I ain't going to talk about nobody's lady. Yeah, yeah, nah, nah, nah. But we ain't talking about a lady, but, like, damn, they came out hot with her. Every yeah. time she was in the building, they, she was win. They was winning, right? Now the,
2: the, mojo, wore like, the yeah. mojo wore
0: off. The mojo wore off.
1: Correct. Correct. All right, let's move on. So, same game, other QB. What's the word? Josh Allen's chances of winning the AFC are slim. Slight. It's probably the best word.
0: What, what, what you got?
1: Wu? I'm saying slight, because. You know what it is? I think it's like the Bills. Like, I don't think I've ever saw Josh Allen not look like he has a feverish mindset about playing the game. But sometimes his teammates don't always act like that. So, I still feel like it's a slight chance that he can, can, can actually you do, make it can, in.
0: Can you do me a favor, Wu? What's that? So, they have the Cowboys, the Chargers, the Patriots, then the Dolphins. Tough stretch. That is a
1: tough stretch. Well, mm.
0: Cowboys and Dolphins, Patriots, Chargers, they're good. But I can see them beating the Cowboys. I can see them beating the Dolphins. Can you can you look up the definition of the word fickle? What does fickle mean? I have it right here.
1: It says changing frequently, especially as regards one's loyalties, interests, or affection.
2: Oh, like how y'all do with the sports teams. Oh, but we ain't gonna go with that. Uh, That's another another (laughs) thing. Hold on, y'all.
1: I've been with my team for 20 plus years. That's
2: another combo, let's stay on topic. (laughs)
1: That's (laughs) woo, not me. Fickle is my answer.
2: Fickle.
0: Like, you don't know what you're gonna get. It's like the Miami Dolphins fans. Mm. Mm. Stay right there, BC. I'm not even in that conversation, stop it. Heat fans, Dolphin fans, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's
2: fickle. So, we don't know. BC? Uh, yeah, I think it's slim. Him winning the AFC. Oh, yeah. Slim chances, but, you know.
1: All right. So, let's move on. We got Zach Wilson. Uh, We just saw them beat the Texans. They do play Miami. Uh, in Miami, actually, next, this week. Mm, I might week, go you know, to that one. That, that's not tonight's game. That's this no, week, no, Thursday. No, no, next um, So... What's the word? Is Wilson's chances of beating the Dolphins in Miami are?
0: (laughs) Who used Slim before? That was B.C. That's going to be tough. I'm going to
1: say non-existent.
0: Tough. I'm going to say tough. (laughs) Tough. I can't say going to be tough. Can't use a phrase. Slim. Non-existent. Yeah, no, uh, there's a chance it's in a division. Ridiculous. They know each. He said ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> you can't ridiculous. see it happen.
2: Nah, I mean the Dolphins would just literally have to implode that week. Like, y'all gonna let Zach come in? Zach, Zach Wilson is gonna come in and beat you guys? Oh my Don't god! Don't do that. You ain't see what he just did. Yeah, it was against. Do we the need Tex- to tell you his stats? It was against the Texans. Oh, Yo, you're right. Hot I mean, team, yeah, they hot, but nobody's looking at the Texans as real contenders. Really, 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 for real. Not with a rookie quarterback. Yeah, they're playing, not, not for real, for real. <laughs> He's playing. Y'all but... so disrespectful. <laughs> nah, but the Dolphins he goes are real down. He, no,
0: Texas come to New York. Little elements, little rainy, and Zach goes twenty-seven for thirty-six, three hundred and one yards, two touchdowns
2: at home. Remember when so? you said Mahomes travels? You think Zach Wilson travels?
0: Lights you, up the third you think quarter, that lights game, up the fourth quarter. You think
2: that game and those stats travel like Mahomes? Come on now. We'll see. Let's,
1: I don't believe in December. Zach. I don't
2: believe in Zach.
1: All right, let's end on a little bit of a high note. We only have a couple minutes here. So we got Russ cooking. The Broncos are on the heels of the Chiefs in the AFC West with seven and six. Chiefs eight and five. What's the word? Russell Ooh, Wilson. One second,
0: one second. Bucks quarterback Jameis Winston scheduled to start versus the 49ers. I don't know what's happening in New Orleans, but I just saw that go across the ticker. All three teams sitting right there, six and seven, six and seven, mm. six and seven. Atlanta Falcons, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, New Orleans Saints, late season
1: push. Can Jameis be the guy? As long as he don't throw 50 uh, INTs.
0: Okay, sorry. Back to our (laughs)
1: scheduled program. Russell Wilson is right now. Blank right now. Possessed.
0: Locked in. <laughs> Look what, hey, we got we gotta keep it one word. And I'm already Nope, nope, nope. Possessed, locked in. Uh, tunnel focused. Tunnel vision. That's it. Preemptive focus. pause.
1: He riding. He ride. He ride. He ride. <laughs> he ride. That's a good one. He
0: riding. He That's the best one.
1: Yeah, because he, he up there now. Now we know what less ride means. Cause he Ooh. like we going. We and I wanted to keep it to one word. I think Russell Wilson is riding right now.
0: That's the best one.
1: BC, you got something better? No, no. I was going
2: to go with riding, too. He's riding. He's <laughs> go riding.
0: <laughs> oh, my yeah, bad, that's BC. A, that's
2: a good one. That's the one.
0: He riding. Right. Yo, he need to drop them T-shirts. As soon as they get into the playoffs, he need to have a dope drop. Right. Let's ride. Go ahead and put that text in. He'll be too scared. Right. I
1: would do it. He'll probably think it'll ruin do it, everything. Do it for him. Let's ride.
0: Man. What God go got on. for you, God got for you. <laughs>
1: You guys think we got enough time for one more? I think we have yes. two minutes. Let's
0: do Monday night. Let's do the
1: games. Let's do these. All right. So, what do we have here? Oh yeah, the Giants. So won. we have actually two games. Yeah, Giants win. We have two games. What is
2: that, BC? Yeah, the Giants win. Next. All right. So he's already <laughs> calling <them> the Giants <laughs> no, no, versus no. the Packers. Let's start with that game. <laughs> no,
1: you already know where me and BC stand. Like we out here with Tommy DeVito hands the whole nine. Like, what are you? What are you standing on, um, Brandon? Oh, you gotta
0: goodness. ask me the question.
1: All right, so what's the word? Tommy DeVito's chances of upsetting the Packers are?
0: Good. But okay. If it's red, then you're not going to get it when you say good. Like good is like 50-50. Good. Good. It's like 30% chance. Good.
2: So you got to hear it. Good. He hit you with that. Good.
0: good. Yeah, BC, what's your good? What's your tone? His, his chances are what? You got to you gotta do the good, though. Possible. He said <laughs> possible. Possible. He said possible. So that's like possible. That's, what is that, 20%, 30%? <laughs> yeah, that's like
2: 15%. <laughs> <laughs>
1: what you got, Woo? 100%. They're not even scoring on us. Sorry, man. I got fandom in my eyes. Oh my God. All right. See, Let's get to the last game. Man. We got 30 seconds, guys. We got Tennessee versus the Dolphins. Tennessee Titans, Miami Dolphins. Real quick, go. Uh well, actually, what's the word? Tool will be blank against the Titans tonight. Good. Phenomenal.
2: Ooh. Phenomenal. Against the Titans.
0: Against the Titans, I've
1: been watching a lot of hard knocks.
0: He's in his bag. Yeah. He's locked in. He, yeah, tunnel, tunnel vision.
1: I feel like his chemistry with the with the team and uh, just his youthful ways. Just something about when I watch him on screen, he doesn't let the big, like the picks get in um in his head. Anything, like he just seems like so game ready every time I watch an episode. Where where are he'll the Tennessee be, Titans?
2: Go I got efficient. I think he'll be efficient tonight against the Titans. Yeah, I
0: like it. Here we go. Brandon Marshall, BC, Andrew, Who, woo Faction Talk Series, Sex Sim, Channel 103. Appreciate y'all rocking with us. We'll have Ashley Nicole Moss back with us and also Brandon Flowers. Never know who's going to call in or Zoom in. We'll see y'all and talk to you tomorrow. Peace. Peace.